When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hola, salut, what's up? It's Eli, co-producer of Alba Salix, here to bring you Season 2, Episode 3. And first, I wanted to tell you a little bit about a Patreon. And that is a way that you can support our shows, uh, which helps us pay our actors, pay for studio time and hosting, all that stuff. So for as little as a dollar a month, you can get things like unaired scripts, writer's notes on each episode, sound design breakdowns, deleted scenes, uh, and a ton more stuff. Plus, you will get access to our Discord server, where we've got a really wonderful, warm, supportive community of fans and creators growing. So we hope you'll check that out. Find out all about it at patreon.com slash albasalix. This episode is brought to you by Anansi Storytime. So maybe you've heard of Anansi. He's a spider from Akan folklore, and he's known as the keeper of all stories. And so Anansi Storytime is a podcast that spins tales from all over the world into charming short audio plays. They just wrapped up their second season, which was all trickster stories. And you just know we dig a good trickster story around here. Check them out at spiderstorytime.com. And now, Alba Salix, Season 2, Episode 3. <laughs> For color and lettering standards, see volume 7, chapter 4. Hey, Alba. We've been summoned to the palace. Is it Her Majesty again? Yep. Time to check on the royal baby. Which sadly means we have to check on the royal mother-to-be. And I was so looking forward to curling up with these interior signage regulations. All right. I'll get your house call bag. Thanks. Ow. Where's Magnus? Who cares? I mean, (laughs) no... I haven't seen him all morning. Damn it. Magnus! Yes, your loudness. Why are you under the desk? It's not my fault. It was those damn fairies and all their prancing. I need you to cover reception, Magnus. Can't we just close for the day? No, we can't. What's wrong with you now? Oh, look. There he is. Magnus came with me to the fairy circle celebration last night. Magnus did? He ate all the fairy cakes. Well, you guys should have stopped me. <laughs> and then he made fun of everyone, knocked over one of the stones, and threw up on my friend Starlight. Uh, my head hurts. It serves you right. <laughs> Magnus, pull yourself together. Holly and I are off to the palace. All right, all right, all right. I got it. I'll hold down the fort. Thank you. Yay! You're going to be an auntie, Alba. Again. Holding down the fort. Just gonna... Close my eyes for a second. <clears throat> By appointment to the king and queen, Alba Salix, royal physician, volume uh, two. Come on, keep it down. Oh, sorry. I'm dying here. Episode the third, Burning Questions. 
I can't examine you if you keep pacing like that. I think better when I am pacing. Well, if you pace less, you might think less, and it might spare us from any more decrees about pink buildings. Sit. Holly? Pink is nice. I meant bring me the scepter of Sonella. Oh, right. You got it. Your snide remarks aside, it's good you were here. I've been thinking about how to serve those in need, how the few must sacrifice so that the many might flourish. Artina, grant me strength. How the poor, grubby masses rely on us for their guidance and safety. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Alba. How one queen must rise above her people. Well, you've got that part down. Yes. I have risen to what my station demands of me. With this crown comes great responsibility. Ow! Hold still. I've been holding still for you all morning. I need an answer. We're not calling a coin toss here. It's complicated at the best of times. And the earlier we do it, the less reliable the scrying. The scrying or the scryer? Well, your majesty's temperament is completely normal. What was that? Your humors are as well balanced as ever, your majesty. I should hire a proper physician. I need to know if my child is a boy or a girl. All the readings so far are somewhere in the middle. It could be either or neither, which is why we need to recalibrate the scepter. It's a very sensitive piece of... I'm sorry, Alba. It's like it just jumped out of my hand. It's fine. Just bring me the backup calibrator from the bag. I'll cancel my next appointment, shall I? Here you go, Alba. Now what? Well... I just charged it. Enough! I need to know the sex of this child, Alba. Yes, yes, there's so much planning to be done for the baby shower. You don't know the half of it. Holly, hold the scepter. I'm going to replace the power stone. Holding on. I see it coming. A darkness that consumes everything it touches. Kingdom by kingdom it stalks us until only we remain blissfully ignorant as the mouse before the cobra strikes. Their puppet prince hungry to rule and no legitimate heir in sight. Damn it! Oh my gosh, all our equipment is failing. It's like the baby doesn't want us to know. It's an embryo, Holly, not a sorcerer. All right, let's do this the old-fashioned way. A resonating salve? Yes. Parabelle, the salve we're going to use tests the physical signs only, so it's not always reliable at this stage, and you're not even listening. Can you see them, sister? My subjects? How they scurry to attend to their duty? Ignorant of the predator watching from the shadows. Such mindless little things groveling before their queen like... like ants with those horrid little antenna things. I thought we were mice. Oh! Alba, human babies don't have antennae, do they? Not typically. Oh, phew, I thought I'd miss something. Lie back, please, your majesty, and hold the royal garments up over your belly, thank you. Sorry, Your Majesty. I didn't have time to warm the salve up. It's no matter. Oh, wow. It's starting to glow already. So it is. Well, Your Majesty, you can break out the fireworks and the good napkins. It's good news? Hooray! It's a boy. What? As I said, it's not 100% reliable at this stage, but it appears your baby is male in body with all the dangling bits required by ancient custom to profess your child an heir to the throne. No. No! Your Majesty! Get away from me! I I'm so sorry. Do you, do you want a towel for the salve? Alba, listen to me. You must help me to hide this and speak of this to no one. I know you had your heart set on having a third daughter of a third daughter of a third daughter, but for heaven's sake... For once in your misspent life, listen to me. Our kingdom hangs by a thread. We must hide the sex of this child from everyone forever. What kind of life is that going to be? Parabelle, come on. Sit down. Would you like a sedative? 
Holly, get a sedative. <laughs> I'm just hysterical. Is that it, sister? Parabelle, what's gotten into you? Only concern for my child and my people. Scurry elsewhere. You are dismissed. <sighs> As usual. Oh, Madam Minister, are you away? No, no, keep the boats back. Don't let them come any closer. Hey, shh, 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 there's no boats. They'll eat each other. Sweetie, wake up. What? Oh, goodness. Bad dreams? Ministry of Transportation dreams. I got that. Those are always the worst. It was the dragon boat, swan boat merger all over again. So much blood. It's okay. Oh, no. What time is it? We should probably get up. We've overslept? You needed your rest. You were up all night working. When is my first appointment? Your morning is open, tally cakes. Relax. You've got to treat yourself better than this. Slow down. You've got your shirt on inside out. Oh, hells. Or you could leave it off. (laughs) Be good. We have work to do. We tamed a fleet of dragons. Wizards should be easy. Ugh. It's all the bowing that gets me. Our minister, you enlighten us so with your interesting suggestions. Our minister, you see with such brilliance and clarity for a commoner. Commoner? Did they say that? Oh, yes. Just yesterday. They're all waiting it out, praying that I'm just going to disappear in a puff of smoke, and then they can get back to their incestuous, nepotistic old wizard club ways. You do like a good challenge. I suppose I do. Who was today's first audience? Oh, let me think. Or perhaps we should get our little bottom out of bed and check the diary? Well, that's no fun. Exactly. There will be no fun in my department. Help! (laughs) No no fun, I promise. (laughs) Okay, okay, I have the diary. Stop! And our first audience? Is the Office of Dissipation, Viticulture, and Profligate Expenditures. Well, this is all the telltale signs of a truly stupendous day. Shall I fetch your robes of office? Yes, and my reading lenses. And a ledger. It doesn't matter which. I just want them to think I'm reviewing their spending. At once, Minister. You enlighten us so with your wisdom. Miss Berenice, are you making fun? Nope. No fun. Oh, and is King Gunther sent word about my request? Which request? To hire an additional staff member? You did send it. I think... Oh, wait. Yeah, I did. Loria? I don't memorize every note that lands on my desk. If you're going to be grumpy, you can write your own requests. I'm sorry. I'm just overwhelmed lately. The king expects me to overhaul a department I know next to nothing about and refuses to send me any assistance. <clears throat> my little Elbear, your assistance goes above and beyond the call of duty. I speak of a need for one with less fire and duller claws. And less temptation. Now get dressed. Now what? Yes? Hey. Oh, it's Travin, isn't it? Yeah. Package for you from Magic Support. Oh, good. What new wonder do you have for me today? It's this. A rock. 
plus a note from the king. The king? What's the note? His Majesty King Gunther III hereby acknowledges on the 23rd day of this month of the rooster that he has received Is your... there any way you might be able to get to the actual message in this message? Yeah, sorry. Most rude. Where was I? Oh, yes. The Office of Appropriations has come up with a firecracker of an idea. Outsourcing. I believe I have that right. We get the people we need, but only pay a fraction of the normal costs. Oh, this is a great boon, as now we should be able to afford that state banquet next week. And those dancers from Vanyakel, I've been looking so forward to. Now, with that in mind, please accept this new spectral assistant, which I trust will serve you well. His Royal Majesty, Gunther III, King of Farloria, and Benevolent Yes, got it. Much obliged. Is he sending someone or not? Yeah, that's what this is. This is a rock. Yeah, so that's your spectral assistant. The rock is just the hardware, like the physical thing it's bound to. No. No, we're done. You and your rock are dismissed. Oh, come on, wait. I'm supposed to deliver this to you. If I don't, my manager's going to be on my case. Fine. Give it here. Tell me it's not going to go haywire and knock down the building? Uh, it shouldn't. Good, thank you. You're welcome, ma'am. What is that? Don't ask. Ah, good day. <coughs> my name is Leon, and I've been assigned to you by the Incorporeal Workers' Union as part of my afterlife release program. A talking rock? Childish. Do I have Trevin to thank for this hilarious joke or some other short-sighted, pointy-hatted imbecile? I assure you that this is no prank, Minister. You did say you wanted someone solid. Don't you start to. I need dependable assistance, not a rock. There's nothing more solid and dependable than a rock. Rocks have stood the test of time, witnessing the rise and fall of countless civilizations. They're the very definition of dependable. Right. So how do you assist? This piece of obsidian has been tuned and upgraded to run Igneous 4.2.1. It acts as an anchor for my prescient outsourced presence. Nope. I don't have time for this. You're correct. I've taken the liberty of updating your schedule accordingly. You what? Today, 8 to 8.30 a.m. Finish getting dressed. Smart and formal attire. Consider wearing that new jacket, but settle instead on the robes of office. 9 to 9.45 a.m. Answer summons from Queen Parabelle about the state of the kingdom. Anticipated. The queen? What? No morning appointments indeed. You don't have an appointment with the queen, I swear. 11 to 11.15 a.m. Stop for food in the kitchens on the way to Wizards Council. Council won't start on time, because wizards. 2 to 4 p.m. Summon Alba Salix. Skip small talk. Address her team's failure to meet each and every touchstone. Be firm, but understanding. Guide her to an action plan that doesn't involve murdering members of her staff. 6.30 to 9 p.m. Dinner with Loria, fettuccine portaio, and braised sprouts. Dancing to follow. 9 to 10 p.m. Sex with Loria. Anticipated. Suggest a spontaneous role-play scenario. <laughs> Naughty writing instructor. All right, that's quite enough. Oh, I like this, Rock. Very well. Mr... Leon. Just Leon. Mr. Leon? Can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to try you out. Oh. I don't suppose they make any spectral assistant pebbles?
for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beavermount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite, there's a hockey game that evening, and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, ben look! We'll have to replace that scepter, too. Hopefully, it's still under warranty. Alba, do you think the queen will be okay? She'll be fine. It's the baby I feel sorry for. If anything could mess a kid up more than being raised by Parabelle. Humans get awfully wound up about who's a girl and who's a boy. It's true. She flew completely off the handle when little Coraline decided she wanted to wear trousers. Is she right about the Balgamarians, though? If it is a boy, is the baby going to be in danger? Who knows? I doubt it. Her Majesty is always being overdramatic. The Theatre Guild should give her a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, no! Something's on fire! Exactly. Or, oh, no! Which of my hundred dresses shall I wear? No! The House of Healing! I think it's on fire! What? Oh, gods! What's that idiot boy done now? It's working! <laughs> Listen to them! I don't know, Magnus. No, no! Jerome, do not get up! We have to keep the door shut. We're not killing them, are we? It's just a little water. They're bandits. Brigands. They can swim. Help! I can't swim! Or I guess that's pirates. Pirates can probably swim. <gasps> what is going on in here? Alba? Alba? What's burning? The appointment book. Why is it on fire? Does it matter why? Put it out. It's okay, boss. Everything is under control. <laughs> There we go. Get out of my way, Jerome. No, no, he's holding the door closed. Why? What's going on in the back? And why is the door bulging like that? Uh, these hinges are giving out. Save yourselves. <laughs> Did we get him? Ahoy! Bandits! Show yourselves! My wings. Alba? Alba, where are you? Uh, she's up in the tree. Alba, are you okay? Just hang on. I'll come and get you. I will be right down as soon as I finish counting to a hundred. Where the heck did they go? Jerome, did you see any of them? Uh, no, there's nobody here. See who? Magnus, were there patients inside? They weren't patients. They were brigands. I, I, I guess they got out. But how? The window in the lab is tiny. Oh, Magnus, can I have a word with you? Oh, man. Alba, you wouldn't believe what happened, but lucky for you, Magnus was here to save the day. Potes Valori! Whoa! Hey! Put me down! Listen, it was Guy Van Fleet! Guy Van Fleet, the highwayman? No, Guy Van Fleet, the undertaker. Yes, of course it was! Guy Van Fleet came here? Yes, he attacked the House of Healing, it's true. Magnus, I am done with your lies, your disobedience, your attitude, your disregard for safety, and constantly having to- uh, Alba, there is a sword here. No, two swords. See, I told you. Guy was here with 50 men. 
Jerome, back me up here. Well, I don't think it was 50. Exactly. It was more like 100. It was a C. Enough! Listen, I'm the victim here! Alba! Alba, what if Magnus is telling the truth? Well, then he can have a nice refreshing dip in the leech pond. Look at this mess. We were gone for less than an hour. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Alba. Can I help sweep up? I expect something like this from Magnus, but you, Jerome? I I just stopped by to get a refill of that potion you gave me for my insomnia. Save it! I'm done. Fini, factum. No more nice witch. Clear the lab bench, Holly. Do you you want me to put all these bottles in the back? Never mind. Alba? Are you okay? Oh, yes. I'm beyond okay, Holly. I'm done being trifled with, dismissed, and ignored. Lock your doors and hide your children. The witch is back! Alba? Holly, go fetch Magnus out of the pond. We're off to visit Minister Piercy. Shall we begin? Yes, let's. I brought a little something along to aid our investigation. And this is? A truth potion. Why do you not trust me? I mean, sure, maybe I stretched the truth on previous occasions, but this is serious. This all really happened. Well, then you won't mind giving your evidence under the influence of a truth serum. If that's what it is. Minister? I'll permit it. Go ahead, Magnus. How do I know it's not like fireweed extract? Magnus, please do as you're asked. This stuff could be hemlock for all you know. Elba wouldn't do that. Well, you drink it then. Okay. Jerome, no, don't! Hmm, <laughs> that's nice. Jerome, I swear to all the gods... It tastes like that Frenosapac stuff you were prescribing last year. What's Frenosapac? Oh, why, it's an all-natural herbal potion made from... Let's begin uh, our questioning. Oh. <sighs> yes, I'm ready to be interrogated, Alva. <laughs> it's not an interrogation, it's an interview. Yeah, you leave the room and see how fast this turns into an interrogation. Come to think of it, I could use a coffee. Alba? Yes, please. Interviewing does work up quite a thirst. Two sugars. No! You can't leave me alone with her! Look, we're talking! We have nothing to hide! Good! Then why don't we begin at the beginning? You say several bandits broke into the House of Healing. Yes, I say that because they did. Why did they have to break in? We were supposed to be open for business. Well... Okay, maybe they didn't break in, but they took me by surprise. Were you perhaps asleep at reception? I object! That's not germane to this investigation! Okay, okay. I was at the desk, and I may have closed my eyes just for a second. The next thing I knew, I was surrounded by all these bandits. Don't make me tell you again. Yeah, don't make the boss tell you again. Drop the letter opener. (laughs) Look, let's just talk this over like good, decent fellow outlaws. You know I'm totally your guy, guy. Bind him and secure the rest of the building. Hold still, kid. Ow! Really? Settle down or it's going to hurt a lot more. A surgeon is always a good thing to have around, right, guy? What if you get hurt in a daring duel with the king's guard? Or you have to make a spectacular leap from a tower and break a leg. Indeed. Now tell me. Things seem to have been rearranged since I was last here. Where do you keep the most dangerous poisons? Poisons? Well, I don't know if you noticed the sign, but this is a house of healing and we don't... 
such lovely and smooth <laughs> skin you, Sir Johns, have. It cries out to be split open. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you again. <gasps> okay, okay. Look, everything is in the new secure storage. The big metal door off the back hallway. That wasn't so hard, was it? But I don't know the password. And without that, it's pretty much impossible. <laughs> I should know. I've tried everything. They have yet to make a safe that can keep out Givan Fleet. The Purple Thief of Kings, the hinderer of royalty, the people's most feared champion. You can crack saves too? Watch and learn, young Magnus. So awesome. Awesome? Yeah. I was buttering him up, distracting him. He was so busy going on about how great he was that he forgot all about the letter opener. All part of my ingenious plan. Enough. Jerome? Yes, Elva? How did you get wrapped up in all this? You mean, how did he help me save the day? Speak again, Magnus. Go ahead. Just one more word. Jerome? Your eyes are so beautiful when you're angry. <laughs> yes, thank you, Jerome. <laughs> Why were you at the House of Healing? To refill my prescription. The one I gave you yesterday? Well, yeah, I kind of drank it all in one go, so I'd have an excuse to see you again. Because, you know, you're, you're just so smart and amazing and perfect and... Did I say amazing? We definitely gave the potion to the wrong idiot. Jerome. Jerome. Uh, uh? Over here. Yes. Oh. Can you tell us what you saw when you came into the House of Healing? Oh, yeah. Uh, Magnus was there, but Alba wasn't. I didn't see her anywhere. <laughs> She's great, isn't she? Focus, Jerome. Oh. What did you see? Oh, well, let's see. I walked in, and there he was, tied to his chair. Hello? Alba? Shh! Huh? Who's there? Jerome, be quiet. Get over here and help me. Magnus, why are you tied up? Because I wanted to try out a new magic trick. Oh, are you practicing escapes now? How's it work? It doesn't. Never mind. We're being robbed. We are? Oh, no. Come on, get me out of these ropes. There's a letter opener on the desk. Okay. Uh, who's robbing us? Kai Van Fleet and his bandits. <gasps> they don't have Alba, do they? Oh, we have to save her. No, no, stop. She's not here. There's like five brigands in there. Now hurry up and cut me loose. Gotcha. Oh. Ah, that's better. All right, let's go. Okay. No, no, Jerome. Where are you going? Uh, to the gatehouse to alert the palace guards? No. If we go and get the guards, Guy and his guys are going to get away. Come on. No one is going to rob the House of Healing on my watch. That's my job. So what do we do? I've been thinking this through. First priority, we need to jam the back door shut. And that job falls to you, my faithful sidekick. Who, me? Now they're probably going to have someone watching the back door. So toss me that umbrella by the coat rack. Okay. In the meantime, I will provide a distraction. Go! Ha-ha! Oh, the king got loose! Aha! Perhaps I underestimated you, little man. Oh-ho! Perhaps you did! What's happening? Nothing to worry about. You should be watching the back door! Right. Sorry, boss. Ha! Take this! Ha! And that! With an umbrella? Spinning death blow! Impressive. Get him. No, my friends, stand back. You want us to thump him, boss? No, I am going to enjoy this. Toss me your sword. You need two swords, do you? It is not for me. I prefer not to strike down unarmed children. Catch! 
Your last mistake. Vortex Blade! <laughs> I see you have not improved at all since our last encounter. Tiger Claw! <laughs> there is no need for you to call your strikes, boy. Especially when your strikes are as pitiful as that! Yeah. That was an awesome Tiger Claw! <laughs> <laughs> Get him! A lucky strike, but you only just nicked me! Death by a thousand cuts. A horrible way to go! Not today! Jammed the back door. What? You imbecile! Magnus, I jammed the back door. Now what? Fall back to the waiting room. Oh no, you don't. Hell yeah, we do. Enjoy your stay. Well, that looks bad, Magnus. It feels worse. Quick, grab that chair and push it under the door handle. Uh, that door's not gonna hold him, Magnus. We gotta get out of here. No, no. Sit, Jerome. Uh, Sit in the chair. Uh, Good boy. Uh, now, where does Alba keep the matches? Uh, are you sure about this? Aha! Now to start a fun little fire. Hey, isn't that the appointment book? Oh, Alba's not gonna be happy. Man, my arm hurts. Damn it, all the bandages are in the other room, too. So, now do we run? Nope, this is the good bit. There's a new fire suppression system in here. A what? There's half a dozen water sprites living in the attic. If they smell smoke from down here, they do that. Supposed to keep the patients and all our flammable supplies safe or something. It's working! <laughs> Listen to them! I don't know, Magnus. No, no, Jerome, do not get up! We have to keep the door shut! We're not killing them, are we? It's just a little water. They're bandits! Brigands! They can swim. Or I guess that's pirates. Pirates can probably swim. So, tell us. If there was a band of highwaymen trapped in the back room, where did they go? I don't know. They were there, and then they were gone. Magnus? Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. We locked the doors, all the windows were still shut, and the water was all the way to the ceiling. Hmm. Perhaps we should take another look at the scene of the incident. I suppose we should. Jerome, you are free to go. Oh, thanks. And me? Am I free to go? Oh, can I come along with you, Alva? No. Go home. Oh. Ow! Move your elbow. Move your face! Oh, you wouldn't get me in my shush! Okay. I think the coast is clear. On the count of three. Everyone, push. One, two, three. Okay, one at a time. Stop pushing! That was the brilliant plan, boss. Hide him with all the files. Yeah. yeah. I think I got a paper cut. I am not so happy right now. Sorry, boss. This is not over. The little sergeant will pay dearly for this. In Burning Questions, Alba Salix Volume 2, Episode 3, you heard Barbara Clifford as Alba Salix, Julian Sark as Magnus, Olivia John as Holly, and Elaine O'Neill as Antalia Piercy, with Mbula Enabong as Loria Berenice, 
Robert Francis as Jerome, Abbas Hussein as Guy Van Fleet, Marisa King as Queen Parabel, George Burtwell as King Gunther, Michael Howie as Traven, and special guest Brayden Lamb as Leon. Leon Stamatis is one of the wonderful characters on Greater Boston, created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen. Check it out at greaterbostonshow.com. Written by Sean Howard. Music and sound design by Eli McElveen. Directed by Sean Howard and Eli McElveen. Associate producers, Keiko Kanda, Heather Collins, Julian Sark, Michael Hudson, Jack Peavyhouse, and Paul Tedesco. Supporting producer, Kim Bellinger. Executive producer, Dave Addison. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. Donors get weekly bonus content and lots more. Look for the Patreon link at albasalix.com. So, is someone going to look at my arm? Alba? Didn't you take an oath or something? This episode has been brought to you by Anansi Storytime, a podcast of tales from all over the world. Check them out at spiderstorytime.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson... Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.